Friends, welcome to another episode of the PWIFA Play Where Your Feet Are podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Dobbs, and this podcast is pretty much all about learning to live a life full of living. That is playing where your feet are, doing your best and being your best no matter what and no matter where. Now, before we move further into this podcast, I just want to take a moment to shout y'all out. Shout out my listeners, shout out my followers, shout out anyone and everyone who has even been touched by or touched Play Where Your Feet Are in the past year and a half or so. You guys are awesome and you deserve this shout out because we just hit 500 followers. Oh my goodness, 500 followers. It's amazing. I'm so incredibly blessed and honored and feel loved. And I want you guys to feel loved too. So because of that, we are hosting our own little giveaway. Hop on over to our Instagram. It's going to be about for a week and a half or so. So you have time. If you listen to this episode right away, if you listen to this later, sorry, it's probably already closed. But if you listen to this episode shortly in between like late June, early July, Hop on over to our Instagram, check it out. We have a giveaway going on. We're going to be giving away a free book, free tote bag, and a free t-shirt of your choice. You get to choose whatever you want and we'll give it to you. Super exciting. And speaking of t-shirts, we do have all of our merch online. So while you're hopping on Instagram, just click that link in our bio and you'll be able to see all of our merch online. We have t-shirts, tote bags, sweatsets, sets sweatshirts, short, like so many different things, short sleeve, long sleeve t-shirts, all the things are on there, trucker hats, I already said tote bags, and also my book is online too, you can shop my book on that exact same website with the merch, or hop on over to Amazon and get it there as well. You guys enjoy, whether it's the merch, the book, this free little giveaway, you guys deserve it, and we would love to see you not only living out the mission, but repping the merch too. Now, Today's episode is so exciting because we continue our little summer sewed series, our little summer episodes we got going on. We just had Rachel in our last one. Now today, I am so excited to welcome the incredible, the amazing Paige Tons. And Paige is awesome. She's a girl confidence coach who helps girl athletes get out of their own way and build confidence. She teaches through workshops, one-on-one coaching, and creative content, as well as live Instagram conversations, which is actually how I met her in the first place. She also speaks from the heart with her experience, kind of been there, done that. Now I'm going to pour into the next generation type of thing here because she also played softball division one at Northwestern University. So she's using that experience now to pour into the next generation. And she just does does that in this episode too, because in today's episode, she speaks on confidence in your sport where it comes from, and how you can cultivate or create it. She also talks about taking inventory and captive of your thoughts. So take your thoughts captive and take inventory of them. And then, of course, what you should do with them. And she's also really vulnerable with the challenges she faces in playing where her feet are in her own life. The coolest thing ever is this episode, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen. So without further ado, let's meet Paige and get into it. This is the PWYFA Play Where Your Feet Are podcast, and I'm your host, Cameron Dobbs. Paige, welcome to the PWYFA Play Where Your Feet Are podcast. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here and finally get back together since the last interview that we did over on my Instagram. Super excited to be here today. Yes, it was so fun hopping on your platform, and now I'm so grateful and happy to have you on mine. So before we get into the nitty-gritty of everything, just talk to us a little bit. We got some small talk here for our, for our listeners to get to know you a little bit. You know, how is life, how is summer right now in Paige Tan's life? Well, it's starting to definitely heat up over here. I'm in Phoenix, the Phoenix area, so we're hitting the hundreds now. So now we're staying inside and trying to travel to cooler places um but life is amazing it's crazy all the things um we were I was just talking to you before we actually hopped on live which is funny that it's in our in a little bit of our notes as well that my son is 11 months old so we're getting ready for his big one-year-old birthday party um but yes this like life is amazing crazy, like I said, all the things in between, but uh, we're just figuring out day by day. And I'm one of the things I'm 
I just feel like I've really been tapping into, which we'll talk a whole lot about later is I'm like, there's moments where I'm like being super hard on myself and it, because it is just like such a different phase of my life, but also catching myself and giving myself a lot of grace as well. So I feel like I'm actually doing well with that, which those words probably haven't come out of my mouth a whole lot when it comes to that, but maybe having a, having a, a baby, having a kid does that to you. <laughs> Oh, that was so beautiful. <laughs> I love that so much. And I I can, de- I can definitely relate. I mean, both being college athletes, we know how hard it is to give yourself grace. And so the fact that you actually can now say like, hey, I think I'm doing an okay job at that yeah, is, like, I feel like that's so much growth. Here. Right. <laughs> how beautiful. Okay. And you mentioned Mick, we got his first birthday coming up and you mentioned yeah. a party. Do we have the party plans ready? How's it looking? Do. It is because so his birthday is July 1st. So he's like a little 4th of July baby. And he had like when he, when they give you like the little hat caps when they're born, it was mommy's little firecracker. So I decided to do a little 4th of July USA firecracker, but like a fireworks themed birthday party since he's so close to the 4th of July. So we're red, white, and blue. Oh my goodness. That's so sweet. All American dude. I think that's like one of the shirts that I got. for. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait to see the content guys for besides all the deep stuff we're going to share on this podcast. You better be following her for the birthday party content. (laughs) That's so cool. Oh my goodness. Well, as Paige mentioned, we got connected originally by me hopping on her platform. So she Mm -hmm. has these live interviews that she does that are pretty much podcasts in a sense, but you're just watching them live. And I was able to be a part on it, kind of share a little bit of my story. We talked about a couple different things and obviously mentioned play where your feet are in there. And so once we did that though I just got to following her more seeing more of her content everything that she's doing and I was like I want to have you on my podcast now like we got to get you on my show and and flip the script here and so that is exactly what we're doing today we're so excited to have her on and she is someone who is just constantly serving others and pouring into others in fact you are called a quote-unquote confidence coach so tell me what does that entail in your work yeah. So I, I specifically work with girl athletes and when, I, especially when I'm talking to somebody who maybe isn't been in the athlete world as much, maybe like you know, not you and I, right. Where we've been like playing club, playing travel, did the college sports thing. Like we were, we were fully, fully into that journey. But when, uh, when I'm explaining it to people that maybe haven't, um, did, done, haven't done as many sports stuff or it was involved, I'm like, I'm basically like a life coach for girls. They just happen to be athletes. Um, because I really, really love working with the female girl athletes because that's who I was. That's, that's who I am today still. And, um, it was something that I really struggled with. I probably would never have said like, oh, I don't feel confident or I'm not a confident person, but I 100% had a lot of doubts and worries and fears as I played softball. Softball was my main sport, um, playing softball. And I, a lot of it came in that form of self-doubt of like, am I going to get this hit? What happens if I don't, I'm going to get pulled. Um, you know, kind of felt like the whole world would fall apart when I made mistakes or failures. And I was just really bad at all of it. I was horrible at bouncing back from mistakes. I, I look, I actually feel like I definitely had like this bad attitude, had terrible responses, but I do know, like I responded in that way. And I was super emotional. It was like all ends of the spectrum. I know that I was like that because I really cared and I know how much these girls care about how they show up and how they perform and they want success just like we do today as adults. Like we want success. And when it doesn't go our way, it's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm the, I'm failing. I'm not doing so 
that's why I became a confidence coach because I really wanted to teach girls the things that I learned way later than I would have liked. Um, some of it was in my senior year of college. Some of it was after that and my growth after that and self-development and things like that. And just learning more about our thoughts and mental training and mental performance. I was like, wow, I really, really needed this much earlier. So that's why I do what I do is so that I can teach these girls and give them the tools to know that they're capable of creating their own confidence. And it's a skill. It's something that can be learned. It's something that can be taught. It's something that actually just takes some practice. Um, it's not just solely given like you're confident and you're not confident. <laughs> so that is, that's what being a confidence coach is all about, I guess. I love that. And so hopeful, I think, too, for so many people that are listening or so many people that work with you, because it is taught, you know, sure, you can, I maybe you can, you're more of an extrovert and you're born a little more extroverted and things like that. But I think it can so be taught. And I think maybe more than anything, it's when you're taught your value and when you know your value and what your value is and that your worth doesn't lie in your sport and it doesn't lie in these plays and all the things that we stress so big about, you know, talking about worrying, worried about being subbed out or whatever it might be, um, that your worth is so much more than that. And your identity is not quite in your sport either. So, so incredible. You know, so often everyone asks like, what would you tell your younger self? And I think you're just, you can't tell your younger self because that's in the past. So you're telling all anyone else that is now going <laughs> yeah. through that stage. You're like, I'm, I'm going to tell here. you. <laughs> no, yes, that's so awesome. And you mentioned to your journey of, you know, some things you felt like you learned way too late, whether that was your senior year or beyond your career. So I want to ask for, for those things that shifted even past your career, but also specifically in your playing career, you know, what, what helped make that shift? What was that motivation to have that shift in the first place? Was it something you learned? Was it a person that talked to you? You know, what motivated you to start making those attitude changes? Yeah, definitely. So I actually have like a very pinpointed time for that, the, the first time that happened. And that was, my, so I was going into my senior year, uh, my first three years, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior year, I really struggled with the hitting side of softball. Like I was not doing good. <laughs> and I would oftentimes, uh, I, I earned the starting position as a catcher. So I was playing defensively and that wasn't a problem, but, and I would make the lineup just at the end of the lineup. That's fine. <laughs> hitting wise. But I would go up to hit and then I would have my at bat and I usually was not performing. And then I would get pulled after that at bat. So I was like limiting my opportunities based off of what was coming out, <laughs> the performance that was happening. And at the time I was a little annoyed with my coaches about that, but it really wasn't their fault. I wasn't, it was, I was not, not getting hit. So therefore I was not staying in the lineup. Um, but so I had, it was rough. It was there. I just remember it. I was so much disappointment, so much frustration being, continuing to just like be, be so hard on myself. And I, I think it just, I really wanted to leave like some sort of legacy. I wanted to be remembered. I wanted to do really well. I wanted to help my team win at number one. And I wasn't, I just really felt like I was not contributing the way that I knew that I could. And, um, that was super hard. And then, so in my, I went into my senior year, my senior year was beginning. And I was like, okay, this is my last year. Like, this is my final year to play this game that I have been like busting my butt in <laughs> day in and day out, like spent so much time, so much commitment, some of my parents' time. So like, like it was a long journey to, to get to there. And I was like, this is my last year to play this game that I've been playing for so long. And I really don't want it to be like it has been in the last three years. Like, I don't want to feel the way that I felt in the last three years. I don't want to be frustrated. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be upset. I don't want to cry after games. So like, I just want to go out there. And I, I made these commitments to myself. I was like, I'm just going to go have fun. I'm going to have like as much fun as I possibly can. This is my last year. 
Uh, and then second, I was like, I'm going to do the best that I can, even though I was already doing that. We're just going <laughs> to re reiterating that one. And then three, I remember telling myself like, you know what, like whatever happens, happens. Like if I do bad, already did that. Like what's the like big deal? Like at least I'm in, enjoying it this time, I guess. And then if I do well, amazing, like cool. So it kind of sounds like I didn't care, but I still like truly cared so much, but I just had that. That was like the mindset shift that I had. I had no idea what that was going to do. I honestly didn't even know it was happening. And because I like just took off this weight of pressure, I started playing way better and having way more fun. I doubled my batting average. I tripled the amount of at-bats that I got. And like I said, I had way, way more fun. And I was like, I got to the end of the year and I was like, what the heck? Like, why wasn't I thinking like this before? Like, why, why wasn't my approach like this before? Because I could have, I'm like, man, I'm going to hit my stride. Like, can I keep playing? Can I have some more eligibility or something? Cause uh, that was like, uh, it was also frustrating. <laughs> like, oh, like I wanted that earlier, but it was also like, okay, well, guess we ended on this high note. Like I feel really good about it. And then, um, Fast forward like three years later, the awkward in between figuring out what the heck I want to do with my life in between college and career. And uh, I was like, that it was like, I had this like light bulb. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I want to teach girls all about like self-development, mental training, confidence, like all of these things, because our thoughts and our mind are way more powerful than we think. Um, so yeah, that's that, that point of time where I was like that it was this shift in mindset. And I had to do that too, when I started my business, cause I was like, there's no way in heck that I'm going to be able to mentor girls full time. Like nobody's going to pay me to do that. No, like I'm never going to be able to make enough money to, you know, sustain the income that I was making in another job. Like like, how am I going to, like, there was, I was like, there's no way. And I had to like retrain my thinking to believe that that was a possibility that I could do this. And it definitely helped that I had people around me also believing in me and telling me like, this is possible. You can do this. And like, so surrounding yourself by those people, telling yourself the thoughts, the things that you want to believe that's what allowed me to be able to do this. And, and that, that, that time that changed for me in my senior, like before that senior year. I think it's so cool to note too, how you said, you know, it, it was you who made the shift. Like, I think at the end of the day, we can hear so much wisdom. We can hear so many, you know, good stories, good posts, read so many books, but at the end of the day, like it has to come down to you just being fed up with, I don't want to be upset anymore. Like, I don't want to be annoyed anymore. I don't want to feel this pressure anymore. And then that's where you make change. But like, it's on you at the end of the day. I think, you know, I say it when I speak too. I'm like, I can talk till I'm blue in the face, but it's on you guys. Like for you to be intentional, for you to play where your feet are, for you to chase after that purpose and that calling on your lives that you've been given. And so Though, sure, it's a little later than you expected or you wanted, like so amazing for you to make that shift in your own mind and be like, you know what? Enough of that. Like I'm chasing after joy. I'm choosing joy. I'm choosing confidence and I'm going to run full speed through that. And now doing everything that you're doing, you're able to use this experience and I think use that failure, lose, use those hard times that you went through because that makes you so much more relatable at the same time. We've had... Yeah. Brittany Viola was on our season one of our podcast and she's an Olympian and just an NCAA champion and just all the things like high caliber athlete. Her father's a World Series champion, like insane. And she has told me before how her failure after her first Olympics and even her quote unquote failure after her second Olympics was made her so much more relatable than any gold medal she could have gotten. 
Because yeah. everyone fails. Everyone fails at some point in their life. And so to be able to share those experiences with others makes it so personable and important as well. And that's what you're doing today is you have these programs that you run. You have these resources. You have these products. And we've already mentioned the live interviews. So I want to go back to those a little bit of your motivation and who in the world you invite on these live interviews. Talk to us a little bit around um, just your motive behind those. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. I actually, that the idea of like bringing in other, I've mostly done women, but I'm not opposed to bringing on some, some male speakers or uh, interview inner. No boys allowed. <laughs> no boys allowed. Right. Um, I actually thought about doing my, my brother-in-law soon. Cause he's a pararescue. Uh, uh, he's a PJ in the air force. So He's gone through some, some intense challenges, but anyway, uh, the whole idea that actually came like when I first started thinking about mentoring girls, because wow. I, I was learning from other people's stories and their failures and their successes. And I was starting, to, it was when I really started getting into podcasts and I was like, man, this is like super helpful. It's super inspiring. It's super motivational. And I was like, what if I was able to like bring other successful women and show like girls that that there's like endless possibilities here because I was just blown away when I learned that, oh, you can go and do something that you're really actually passionate about. It's not just not to say like teacher route, doctor, you know, nurse, but like those people went to school specifically for those things. And I was like over here trying to figure out what the heck I wanted to do. And I learned like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I could like literally create what I want to do. Like that's, that's a thing. Like we can do that. Um, and I learned from other women who were, had created their businesses and started businesses and things like that. So it started like the idea came a long time ago. Um, I ended up actually having a lot of guest speakers inside my program. And then I was like, you know what? I love the girls that are invested in my program, but I want to share this with even more people. So I decided, I was like, I want to start doing these on my Instagram lives so it can reach more people. And then what's really cool about Instagram lives is, you know, if I have you on, like we did, it also like is on your, your Instagram as well for the people that are following you and, and about you. And so they can see it as well and learn from you too, which is really cool. So this is like reaching both of our, both of our platforms. Um, cause I wanted to reach I, my whole goal is like, I want other people to hear these things. So I, I have been inviting a lot of, uh, current student athletes because I think it's really neat to hear. And the girls like also love that. They're like, yeah, they're playing right now. They're amazing. Like, um, so I like to, I've been reaching out to a lot of current athletes who are like right in the thick of it. Um, and then also, uh, former coll collegiate athletes and even, um, professional athletes. And then I'm also, uh, starting to invite some more co coaches. So college coaches as well. Um, I'm hoping I have a, a field hockey coach coming on in the near future. So, um, so getting like that coaches aspect, the, uh, the girls aspect, like the current players, um, I would love to get more former athletes who are now moms as well, because <laughs> that's a whole nother dynamic as well. So just really bringing on, um, lots of, uh, athletes, former athletes, coaches who, have been there and it's called, I'm calling it in her shoes right now. And, uh, so that they can have a little walk in their shoes and hear from their experiences and learn from them so that they can, they can get to where they want to go faster. Cause I think that one of the, um, one of the greatest things that you can do is ask questions that, and get curious with people, because the more I say like, the more questions you ask are like the shortcuts in life because like if I'm learning from you you already have done it you've already figured that part out so like why wouldn't I be asking you how did you do that like what like what obstacles did you run into how are like who did you connect with and so that I can hopefully get there faster or 
have a more clear path on how to do that and learn from from somebody that's been there and done that. So that's what uh that's what my that's where that interview idea all came from. Amazing. It's like why make it harder on yourself when you can yeah. have these people as resources that are even better than just googling it and looking it up online. Like you can have real life stories, real life people talk to you and invest in you in these things. So, you're doing such a great job. I think you are such a go-getter in, in and of itself of you starting this platform like you said, you know, I don't know if I can make a career out of this. I don't know if I can do this full time yet. Here you are killing it, impacting so many people and doing it at the same time. So it's so incredible to watch your journey and just your reach and how many people you're touching and the lives you're touching and the important things that you're touching on too, because it's so important to talk about confidence and every struggle that comes with, you know, everyone, but of, co of course, these female college athletes as well and female athletes in general um, and a cool way of what you're doing it too is you're also putting a focus on the moms, like you said. And so I wanted to ask your motivation there of why do you feel on your heart to also reach the moms so that they can reach their daughters? Where did that come from? Was that already all right, always at the initial start or did that come later when you were a mom? Um, I think it came not intentional. <laughs> It's actually, we'll include the dads too, because I got a lot of dads there we go. as well. Um, but I definitely love working with the girls. <laughs> I love working with the athletes. Um, and uh, honestly, if it were totally up to me, I'd probably leave the parents out altogether. <laughs> not to say that they're not great or anything, but I just really, I, I think it was mostly because I, I hadn't, I wasn't a mom before I started this. So I didn't really have that perspective quite yet. Um, I only had like my own experience of my own parents. Um, so I felt like I could relate so much to the athlete. So I honestly, for the longest time, I spoke directly to the athlete. Like it was like how I felt as an athlete, what I, what I did as an athlete. And as I continued down my journey, I was like, Hmm, you know, there are some girls that reach out to me, but it is mostly their parents. <laughs> their parents are the ones that are reaching out to me asking, Hey, can you help my daughter? Uh, oh my gosh, my daughter feels the same way. Like, how do we, you know, sign up? What do we do? So I actually kind of started adjusting my language for parents. Um, and, uh, I had to kind of get in that more of that like parent mindset and how their daughters like just they, I know that like, it hurts so much to see them struggling. And, uh, so that kind of came like unintentional, but yes, I, I, when I work with an athlete, I definitely welcome the parents in and I want them to really try to learn side by side and support them. So I'm communicating with the parents, just not as much, but I'm communicating with the parents as well. And I always love when they're like, sending me updates, good or bad. That way it helps me help their daughter. So we're kind of like a little team. <laughs> we end up being a little team and supporting each other as a, as a little unit. Um, but now that I have become a mom, still not playing sports yet, still haven't really quite experienced that yet, but uh, like, I mean, like everyone, I feel like every mom or parents, like you just don't know that they can like experience the kind of love you have until they're there with you. And that is definitely true. Like I would do anything for that, for that little boy. So, um, I just, I really want to, like, I am so passionate about being able to help these parents have that voice and that mentorship that's allowing them to really step into being the best versions of themselves, their daughters being able to step into the best versions of themselves. And I always joke with the parents and like, yeah, if it wasn't for you guys, I probably wouldn't have a job because apparently we don't like to listen to our parents. <laughs> so I get to be that voice and that person that's been in their shoes that can relate to them. That's not their mom or dad. That's not their coach. I'm this person that also went through very similar things that they did. And, uh, 
also, you know, knows a few things here and there, but I'm like, I always tell the parents, I'm like, I, you guys are probably saying the same exact things as me, but for some reason, when we hear it from a third party, it's like sticks. I don't know why. Like, I'm like, I always joke with my mom, like, I'm so sorry. I didn't listen to you. Like, were telling me the right things like to be nice to myself to not be so hard on myself and I just I had to hear it from somebody else I guess so that uh that whole coaching mentorship thing is I mean I think it's really powerful so oh for sure and I think that you are not alone I think every single person ends up going through that phase of not listening to their parents in some way shape or form and then coming back later and being like oh you really did know what you were talking about huh like it's in my book so often I, I literally have the phrase mother knows best I'm like mother knows best mother knows best like she does in fact there are things that she said that I most definitely should have listened to once upon a time and one of those is play where your feet are that's where that phrase came from was my mom mom me growing up and hearing that hearing that on the way to volleyball tournaments and practices and at the time it went in one ear and out the other and I just totally ignored it and then I went through everything that I did with medically retiring and just that phase of my life and that struggle season and now all of a sudden I'm like oh that's when you're supposed to play where your feet are like that's what that means and now it's totally transformed my life my career and everything that I do so you know, in one way, shape or form, it's almost like it's meant to me that we're supposed to have this little learning phase of figuring it out and then finally realizing our parents are right um, because it seems like everyone goes through it. (laughs) For sure. But so good. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It did come from her. So yeah, but I mean, amazing that you're able to play this middleman role in a way of bridging that gap between, okay, let me be able to communicate what you guys are trying to communicate in this way. And, you know, you're you're a little closer to their age than their parents are so that you have yeah. this little, and you also have the real life experience. You know, not everyone has a college athlete as a parent. And so yeah. to have someone that was a college athlete that did struggle with these things, that has been in their shoes, of you, as you've already mentioned, It's just a cool way to impact others and a personal way to impact others. And you're doing that through a lot of different ways. So we talked about the interviews on IG Live. You also have the Confident Athlete Program. You have resources. You have products, all the things. So tell me, you know, whether this is your sales pitch or whatever, or just we're going to go in deep here, you know, talk to me about, you know, what is what actually is your job? What are these programs that you have? How are you reaching these girls and their parents? Absolutely. So I do have the confident athlete program, which is usually my most popular. Um, the thing that I would talk about the most, uh, right now I'm like in a little like reconstruction phase right now. So I'm not, I haven't set a date that will be opening up for enrollment yet, but it'll be in in the, in the near ish future. I just want to, I'm making some changes, like updating and, and adding things that I've learned along the way. Cause I'm constantly learning. Um, so, but I do work with girls in like on a private mentorship basis. I work with girls, the confident athlete program is a little bit group and a little bit one-on-one. I work with girls on a group mentorship basis. So it just really depends on the family and the, and the girl and you know what their needs are. So if anyone, if there's any moms or dads or athletes that this is something that you want to work on, you know, just reach out to me, either send me a message on Instagram or my website has the, you know, contact us. Uh, I do those emails go to me. (laughs) So I see those emails and I will respond to you, uh, so that we can set up a call and just, I always love to get to know the parents and the girl a little bit better just to find out what's happening, what they're experiencing, where I can help and support and hopefully guide them. Um, and then just kind of finding out which avenue, which route would be like the best fit for them. So that's um, where I'm at currently working with the athletes. I do have some more like, not DIY, but like more self-paced options as well. I have like quite a, well, my Instagram has a lot of free stuff, freebies, like tips, videos, things like that. Um, I send out a weekly newsletter too. So that's also helpful. So those obviously all free stuff. And then I have a self- um, a free self-talk practice, which comes with like a live training of like 
why what you say to yourself is important <laughs> and what it, what the reasons are behind that and how to start practicing what you what you're saying to yourself and your thoughts and your thinking and things like that and it comes with a a cool little like affirmations poster with a bunch of um ideas and things to get you started on like what we should be saying to ourselves uh and then um so that's the freebie that I have and then I also have one of my favorite things is my game ready confidence, which is a pregame mindset routine. So also comes with a little training, a video training of like the importance of mentally preparing as well. Like most everyone is physically preparing. <laughs> We're all warming up. We all do team warmups. We all do those things, but we don't do a whole lot of mental preparation, which can make a huge difference. It's a little like a few little things that you can do before your game to mentally prepare that will make a really big difference in your confidence and how you show up and your intention and purpose behind your playing. Um, so that, uh, that is, uh, like a product, I guess you can buy it. It's $19. And then, um, you can add on, I have a guided visualization as well that you can add on. That's a pregame guided visualization to practice that as well. That's one of my favorite things that I, that I get to share that I don't even have to, you guys don't even have to sign up for mentorship. Like you just go get it and you use it. Um, so that's pretty cool. I would like to make some more. I'm actually in the process of creating a few more products like that, where families can grab it and, and like hit the ground running and take action with it. That's so cool. And I think too, um, we had, which is probably five months ago now, but Miami Hurricanes every single semester and a lot of schools do the same, but you have like a her Hurricane 101. And so it's where you bring in all the athletes together. You kind of go over the different parts of just you're a freshman on campus for the first time. What do you need to know? Different resources and things and different people come and speak. And at Miami, they do this over the course of like three different Wednesdays. And one of the Wednesdays, they always bring in our mental health support system. So they bring in our sports psychologists that are in-house with Miami Athletics. And I remember our psychologist went through and just asked everyone, like, all right, like, how much do you think the game is mental versus physical? And a lot of people, of course, we mental health is much more in the headlines or just of known nowadays than it has been before so a lot of people will say like oh no it's it's so mental like it's it's maybe even you know 70 30 or maybe it's 50 whatever it might be and they throw out these percentages and at the end of it our sports psychologist looked at these athletes and he was like okay so how much are you practicing like mental strength like how much are you preparing for your game and the mental side of the game and everyone's like crickets like none 10 minutes, Not, 10 yeah. minutes a year. Like, I don't know. And it's so true. So I love that you're putting into place these different programs and products and resources, especially the ones, like you said, that are visualization, that are things you can do as your pregame warmup. Because if we think we have to warm up for a game in the physical aspect of things, but we think the game is also so mental, then why are we not also warming up our mind for the game? So I think it's so cool. Yeah. Like you're, you're seeing a need that is not being met and you're meeting it. And I think that's so much of what play where your feet are is all about. It's saying, okay, we're in this space and we don't have this resource. So how can I make this resource with the resources that I have, with the knowledge that I have, with asking questions to other people that have done it before, having that curiosity to learn, whatever it might be, you know, if we see a need that's not being met, we meet it. And we meet it so that mm -hmm. other people can learn, not for ourselves, but for the people we're building the bridge for and that they're coming up and knowing that, hey, like I could have used this when I was an athlete. So let's help out the athletes that are now in it. And I think you're doing just such a great job. And it's so cool watching you impact others and even impacting me. Like I'm not even playing anymore. And I'm like, I need to get these resources <laughs> like this will help me in my everyday life because it, it's so true. And like confidence is key to everything, I feel like. And so. So just having these bits of pieces of confidence and knowing how to walk through life on a daily basis with this mental strength is so important. So I love that you're placing an importance on that as well. But I want to ask you, you know, you're a coach about confidence. So you've got to be confident yourself or you've learned how to be confident in some way, shape yeah. or form, you know, not to say that you're perfectly confident all the time because we all have our moments. Yeah. <laughs> 
but but for you, you know, where do where does your confidence come from? What what's the free advice here that you could give us that you know where do you bring your confidence from? Absolutely. So, like you said, totally not perfect. That's actually why I think the girls. I like, I think that that's something that helps me with the girls is I'm honest with them. I'm like, yeah, I don't always feel confident. Like I don't always feel good. I'm hard on myself. So just like being transparent with that. There's some free advice for not that I'm giving parenting advice. I'm always like, I'm not telling you what to do. Like you're doing a great job, but, um, they're like, one of the things that's super helpful is to just be transparent. Like when you mess up, talk about it. Like, how are you recovering? How are you uh, like bouncing back from it? Because it's hard. Um, and for them to hear and see you do those things can be really, really powerful. But, um, and that's something that I, I want to live up to with, with my own son. Um, so it's funny. I, I actually just wrote, uh, like a, a blog, my weekly email a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, what if I like broke it down to something really simple? And I create, like, I was like, okay, what would, what's the formula for confidence? It was so funny when I was talking about this with the girls that I mentor and they're like formula or like, we're like, like, don't you guys want to like learn a formula for confidence? Like, and they're like, no, like, please leave the math out. I'm like, no, this is like an easy formula. Like one plus one equals two, you guys. (laughs) They're so funny. Um, but I, I thought of the, like the way that we create confidence and the way that I, I am able to create confidence is my thoughts and the thoughts that I give power to plus my actions, which is like my actions, my like being proactive, um, taking action, all of those things equals confidence. So yes, thoughts, your thoughts can equal a lot of different things. The thoughts that you're giving power to what you're telling yourself um, what you're believing about yourself. So affirmations, self-talk, uh, journaling, like all of those things can equal thoughts, but it's just being really conscious about what thoughts you're choosing and are they good or are they bad, right? Are they useful or not useful? Are they truthful or are they like the lies that our brain likes to, to create sometimes? So thoughts plus our actions, which um, actions for for me, it's like, you know, staying organized, uh, using my planner. I know it's one of the hardest things for student athletes and adults, like just keeping like that time management. So using a planner, being proactive about that, um, asking questions, reaching out to people, surrounding yourself with people that are going to create that positive environment and uplifting environment, uh, getting into the word. I know that that was a huge part of our interview when we were together last time. And that's something I'm constantly having to work on as well. So taking action in the area, those, those different areas, plus what you're thinking about, that's where the confidence comes from. That's where I, th- I believe that confidence is created um, with a little side of really knowing who you are and, and being grounded in, in who you are. Um, but I think that could probably go into thoughts as well. <laughs> so um, I, I was like, that seems like a pretty simple way of creating confidence, just thoughts plus actions, right? <laughs> Use no, your I, <laughs> yes, easier said than done, of course, but it's so true. And I think the important part for anyone listening to is the fact that you talk about it's which thoughts you're believing and which thoughts you are taking action on, which thoughts you are giving power to, because we're going to have so many thoughts, so many thoughts. And I think giving yourself the grace to knowing that you're probably going to have thoughts of doubt. You're probably going to have thoughts of feeling self-conscious. You're probably going to have thoughts of comparison. Like all of that will come. The devil is always going to attack you some way or shape or form. So there's going to be these thoughts that you don't want to have that you end up having. But again, it's what you give power to. It's what you listen to. There's scripture in the Bible. I think it's John 7, somewhere in John. Not sure the exact reference, but it talks about how sheep 
listen to their shepherd's voice, but they run from strange voices. And it's the same thing. We're going to hear strange voices and we're going to hear our shepherd's voice. So it's just which voice do you want to follow? And figuring out where do I need to give power to? Which voice has authority? And distinguishing, like you said, knowing who you are so you know who you should run to and where you should go and what you should do with that. And there's so much power in that. So I love that you brought that up. But man, that was also good. I love your tips of confidence. And they're so needed. Like I said, whether you're talking to an athlete, talking to a parent of an athlete, or just talking to a human being in general. Everyone, I think, can use some coaching and confidence. So again, it's just applauding you for all the work you're doing because it's reaching more than just probably your target audience. It's reaching more than just the people you want to reach in the first place. It's going to have an impact on so many more people than that. Um, And we've mentioned it already a couple times of kind of how Play Where Your Feet Are has tied into your story and also what you do. Um, But I want to ask you your opinion, your thoughts of what do you think Play Where Your Feet Are means to you? So this whole time that I've had this question, I've been also thinking like, it's so funny. I actually used Play Where Your Feet Are, the phrase with some of my girls recently. And I was thinking about you. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool that I was like, wait, that's exactly what I'm meaning to say. So I'm going to use it right now. Um, so I've said that to some of my girls, uh, as we were kind of chatting and talking and, and working on things, but play where your feet are. I mean, where I'm at, at currently in my life, it's kind of honestly where, what I kind of shared in the beginning of like how I was doing, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> like It's chat. Like, being a mom, owning a business, mentoring these girls, like navigating all of it can be so overwhelming, but also so fulfilling at the same time. And it's like challenging and amazing and all of the things. And rather than getting too caught up in like the little things or one of the, actually one of the most difficult things that I've experienced in the last year, because I became a mother that kind of turned my world a little upside down. It changed to so many things in, in, in a great way, but also in a really strange way for me, because I really had just had my, my business. I was like my only baby. And, um, it's been really hard for me to not know exactly what my goals are or have the entire year planned out with workshops and things that I want to do and goals that I'm uh, chasing after and wanting to achieve. And that has been kind of scary for me to be like, I don't know what my goals are. I don't know what I want. It's like the first time I've ever really felt like that in my whole life. So I was feeling a little lost. We could call it that. Um, But that's where play where your feet are really has made an impact on for me and just being like it's okay for me to not know right now like I'm just going to be where I'm at right this second I don't have to have the whole world figured out today or even tomorrow (laughs) like like it will be okay so that I mean, that's what it, that's, that's been like really meaningful to me, um, where I'm at currently. Um, but for my athletes play where your feet are is like that whole, you know, whatever happens, happens, like go out there and do your thing. And like, especially on game day, like forget all the practice. I mean, not like you, 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 yeah, forget all the practice. Like you've already trained, you've already like put the work in now just go play, like have fun, compete. And, um, I'm softball brain and like the women's college world series is happening right now. So that's top of mind. And I've been watching a lot of it. And every time it kind of gives me all these like nostalgic feelings, even though I never made it to women's college world series, we made it to regionals, but it gives me like all the feels. And I'm like, you guys, especially the, my softball girls, I work with all athletes, but I have a lot of softball girls. I'm like, 
when you're watching them, like they're having so much fun. I don't know if you've watched any of it, but they like really embrace having fun. Like they do all these crazy things. Like Tennessee has, I think it's Tennessee has like the mommy hat that came from the baseball team. And like, they're just like playing, they're having fun. And then like the Oklahoma state with their, they have like the, the horse with the stick and they're like, printed off money with their faces on it. Like it's hysterical. So they're like playing, they're having fun. They have all this energy yet. They're also intense and competing and, and like playing at a high level. And I go, you guys, you can have both. You can have fun and also compete at a high level. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. Of course, there's moments where, you know, you gotta be a little bit more intense or focused, but if you're not having fun, it's going to be really hard to play well. <laughs> so I guess that also to me means like play where your feet are. Don't get so caught up in all of the things yesterday or what's going to happen because you don't know what's going to happen. So just give it up, <laughs> give it up. Especially if you're faith-based, like give it to God and just play. So two, two kind of avenues. And I'm like really passionate about for like for my athletes and then also where I'm at in my adult life. I love that. Giving the two perspectives of both where you're almost teaching play where your feet are to your athletes and then where it's resonating in your own life. That's so powerful. And I think too, there was something you said in your own story, in your own life of how some days you feel a little lost. And I just thought like, it's so cool because even when you're lost, when you don't know where you're at, when you have no idea what you're doing in the wilderness or whatever it might be, you can still play where your feet are because it's wherever your feet are. So if you feel like your feet are lost, if you feel like your feet are in a season you don't want to be in, it's like, okay, cool. Like you can still play where your feet are. And then exactly. And then that word play. I kept just thinking of when you were talking about your softball players too, because which first and foremost, softball and baseball have like the most fun dugout experiences, like sideline experience, post-game interviews. Like there's nothing more hilarious than watching a post-game baseball or softball interview because of all the gimmicks yeah. that they're doing. It's hilarious. Yeah. And it's you know, so fun. Know. Yes. And I think that they just embody that word play and it's not not necessarily the perform part of it but the ha- the childlike play the th- of what you think about when you see your son playing that yeah. fun that joy that experiential excitement that they have and there's so much power to having that word be in play where your feet are you know it's not just be where your feet are it's definitely not stay where your feet are, but it's play where your yeah. feet are. And that's the power to it there. So I love how you tied all of that together, both with what you're teaching, what your career is, and then also what you're learning in your own life. And so now combining a little bit of everything here, thinking of the confidence that you're coaching, thinking of playing where your feet are, you know, what advice do you have for listeners who are either from your platform or my own who are thinking, one, Paige Tons is awesome and I want to be like her and I want to learn like her and I want to have this passion like she does. But then also, two, I want to play where my feet are. And they're just wondering, you know, what is the first step in doing that or how what's some more practical advice or whatever it might be? What's some advice that you have for those who are wanting to play where their feet are, but maybe just aren't sure where to start? Yeah, um, I think something that's kind of come up recently is like thinking about your wiser, older self, like imagining that person, like, or the, maybe like this most more confident version of yourself later in life and thinking like, what would, what would they, what would they be thinking or telling us or or me, us? Uh, and like, especially if you're having like a hard time, like recovering from a mistake. Cause I think that that play where your feet are is, is, has a lot to do with bouncing back from failure or from a past outcome or a past result that maybe isn't meeting your expectations and thinking like, is that wiser, older version of myself going to remember this silly little thing that happened, even though it does not feel silly or little in the moment, but that helps it helps you realize it is a little bit silly and, and small, and it doesn't need to 
to determine like what's next for you or right where you're at, <laughs> the play where your feet are. So I think asking yourself and putting yourself in your wiser, older shoes and thinking back about what it, what that person would tell you in that moment, that makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. And I've actually never heard that. Like, I feel like so often it's we so we think of like, oh, what can I tell my younger self? And it's we think of yeah. when I'm older, what can I go back and say rather than like, OK, here yeah, I am now. True. Like what 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 would my older self say now? And even thinking like when you were starting off saying that, I was thinking the direction, too, of being like, OK, here I am now in maybe a situation I don't want to be in in an attitude mindset that I don't quite want to be in. I want to be at this place and then going in your mind to that place and thinking, OK, what do I need to do to get there? Like if I know my goal, if I know what I want to look like, then how can I actually start taking steps to get there? And we love our goals. We love our things that are ahead of us. But that all starts, of course, by taking one step at a time. And that's the power of playing where your feet are right there. So Paige, amazing. Loved hearing that perspective. Love this entire podcast episode. My goodness. Thinking like, I really need a Cam Dobbs in my life. Like every day, like best hype woman ever. I'm like, man, I feel good about myself today. Like she could be feel so good. So oh, um, amazing. That's job accomplished right there. I'm good. I can, I can sign off here now then knowing that I've done that. I love being a good hype woman, a hype girl. So uh, I will do that any day you need me. You call me up anytime. I will text you like whatever you got, girl. I will hype you up. I'll comment on all your posts, whatever it is. I'm, I'm there for you. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Well, speaking of post and all the things that you're doing, I'd love to give you this time now for all the shameless plugs to drop anything and everything. I know we've mentioned it and we'll drop all of our links in the description too. Um, but just because this podcast is ending doesn't mean this should be the last time our listeners hear your voice and hear your wisdom. So talk to us here. How best can listeners continue to follow you? Yes, absolutely. So um, I, like I was sharing, you guys can, I, I love getting direct messages in, in Instagram. Like I always love hearing from you guys whether that's, you know, good, bad, anything that you guys need for me to help you help support you. Like, I love hearing from you guys. It's not like I get it. And I'm like, oh, another message. That is not what it's like. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this person reached out. Like, I'm so proud of you because that's what I also give advice about is reach out, ask for help, ask for support, ask questions, get curious. Um, so Instagram uh, is at page tons, just like my name is spelled. I kept my maiden name because I have a unique last name and it's really easy to find. Like, I don't think there's any other page tonses. So it makes it very simple. Um, and then same thing with my website, it's pagetons.com. And you can find all of those free resources, um, the game ready confidence, like information about my programs, uh, send me an email so that we can get connected, all of those things. Amazing. And like I said, we'll be sure to link everything, all the handles, all the websites, all that, all those resources below for you guys too, so that you guys can conveniently find it to reach your confidence. Cause we want everyone being confident out here. There is no reason for you to be anything less, especially knowing for our believers too, like you are literally a child of God. Like you should walk in the most confidence ever in the world. And so we want to make sure you're able to reach that um, if you're not there already. So Paige, thank you so much for hopping on today. Thank you for sharing your own story, your personal, you know, story with your own softball career, with your now career doing this business, also with your career as a mom and just all the things that you're yeah, doing. All, <laughs> all the full-time jobs wrapped into one. We know, we know how it is. Um, yeah. But seriously, all, all the hype goes to you and it's well-deserved for all the things that you're doing and how you're pouring into others. So I want to give you the floor, the stage, the mic one last time for any other final thoughts, final words, gold nuggets, whatever you got, the stage is yours for, to, for us to close out this episode. Yes. Um, okay. So one of the things that stuck with me for the longest time that I had a coach tell me was to always, like, you can always bet on yourself. Mm. Like there's nobody better than you. Like you're never going to let yourself down. So might as well go and bet on yourself. And I was like, oh man, that's really good. Okay. I'm going to bet on me. Like, I'm like, I've got this, like, 
<laughs> so that was always really, really helpful reminder for me. So that's something I'll, I want everyone to, to be reminded of. Love that. Whenever no one else is in your corner, you always got yourself and you always got God. So, hey, you already you already have two people in your corner, whether you realize it or yeah. not. When you when you bet on yourself, that also includes yes. the guy that's attached to you. Yes. There you go. That too. That, that part too. Yeah. Paige, I love it. This was such a good episode. Again, just so grateful to now have you on my platform after we've shared on yours as well. Uh, but this is going to be such a great episode. I know it's going to impact so, so many. So, Thank you for hopping on and officially welcome to the PWIFA Play Where Your Feet Are family. Yay, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the PWIFA Play Where Your Feet Are podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Cameron Dobbs, and we are so excited to have you guys here. Again, thank you so much for following along, whether that be here on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you might be listening from. And of course, if you're following us on Instagram at Feeder or my own Instagram at cam.dobs, seriously, just sending all the love to you. Cannot thank you guys enough for following along, for believing in me, this mission. This is literally based off of my testimony and my entire life motivation. And so I'm so excited to have you guys just come alongside and buy into it and really believe it all because I believe it with my whole heart. Um, and I believe it's the coolest way to serve God. And maybe one of the biggest ways to serve God is by playing where your feet are. And I'm just so excited to have you guys with me. So make sure you continue following along so you don't miss out on a single episode of the podcast or our merchandise or the book or book number two or other things as well. All that content will be put on Instagram first. So if you're following us there, you will make sure to see it there. For you guys, anything we mentioned in the podcast, links, description, all that stuff is below. So check that out. Make sure you're following Paige as well. So you don't only just listen to this goodness of the episode and walk away, but you can ask, you can actually buy into what she's doing too and support her in all things. All of that, like I said, is linked below in the description. But you guys, again, so grateful for you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Till next time, be blessed and play where your feet are.